Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area, as well as the bands who've traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading, or just stumbling upon our podcast. No that's, rush at all. Yeah, we just want to know incredible. what to tell our fans who are clamoring about this right now. So yeah, I got to text my mom back. Basically, yeah, I'm not gonna text his mom. <laughs> I'm just speaking to the mic though. Oh, so I got to text his mom. featuring the Hoboken Jersey City Band Super Mutt. I'm here today with Mike and Millie. Thank you for joining us in our little frequency in the big podcast universe, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. That's good to meet you. Um, our followers would love to get to know you guys a little bit better. So can you introduce yourselves and your other bandmates who aren't here today and just show us or share with us a little backstory? Yep, I'll That's put it on. Go for it. Thanks, Mike. Um, I'm Bill. I'm Bill Dwyer I'm from Bayonne, um, as well as a couple other members of the band. Uh, we've been uh, playing together for oh, most of us for about a little over 10 years. But Supermutt started, um, you know, less than a year ago. Um, we decided to break off from like the cover scene and uh, and go into writing originals. So um, we have our drummer Matt is from Hoboken. Um, Mikey and Tommy, they're brothers. They're also from Bayonne. We grew up together. And then um, our buddy Josh went to college with Mikey and Tommy. So uh, that's how we all kind of uh, came together. And now we're, uh, we're all here making music. So it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Very cool. So um, tell me about where this band name came from. So I'll take this one. Um, so we're, we're not great at doing stuff, as you can probably tell from our band name. Um, so <laughs> it was a long story. <laughs> it was a long search for us, but um, at the end of the day, um, I did a doggy DNA test on my dog, Freddie, named after Freddie Mercury, and um, he was about seven, eight different breeds, but the last breed at the bottom of it said 5% super mutt. Um, I didn't know what that meant at the time, but <laughs> Bill just goes, oh man, that would be a cool band name. So uh, here we are a year later with the name super mutt. So it's a, it's it's a fun story to tell for a band name compared to all the other uh, pretty bad options that we had at the time. So yeah, love it. I love it, and I love that you guys um, you know have started to break away from the cover band scene. Um, you know, just for our listeners, um, you know, I connected with Super Nut. Super Nut. How do you like that one? <laughs> I connected with Super Mutt. Um, you know, online, and they they sent me their song, and I, I I heard the song, and let me tell you guys, like I don't usually do this, but I like flipped for it. I, I love Ain't So Kind. I I love your three songs. Why don't you tell us a little bit about 
how you moved from more of a cover band to creating your own music together and where did these three songs come from because i think they're fantastic i'm just being completely honest here all right well thank you so much uh bill wrote two of those thank songs so i'll let uh bill take that away uh, thank you yeah appreciate um your uh your compliments there yeah uh so ain't so kind is is one that um actually mike's brother tom wrote he's our lead guitarist and um you know we've been working on that one for for at least five years, even on our cover band uh, stint. So, you know, we were writing music actually before we even started uh, this project. So um, that was an old one. And then uh, the, the two others were um, Creaky Stairs, which I wrote. Um, that's sort of like a, a mystical space fantasy type deal. Um, and then Nothing For Me is just, you know, a song about uh, a struggle and, uh, you know, people's uh, issues with uh, you know, abuse and, and things like that. But, you know, we, we kind of, we kind of, I didn't mean to, for, to be too heavy. Um, there, there's always a little bit of a, uh, a little like slapstick or comedic, a comedic uh, aspect to all of our stuff. So um, at this couple songs that we will uh, have coming out, uh, we like to think of as like sort of a, a wild west fantasy. If there was like a remake of any wild west movies that came out, we'd like those to be featured. I think it would be uh, pretty cool. Well, your sound is um, is very unique. It, uh, to me, it encompasses several genres. I'm interested in knowing what genres really speak to you and, and what how you would characterize your sound to someone who hasn't heard you yet. Sure. Can I have the microphone? Yeah. That's It's not plugged in, but it's kind of the thing that we did. Um, <laughs> of course, I have. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> our mothers taught us to be uh, polite with microphones. So... Thanks, <laughs> um, Luckily, at least so far with our songs, um, we've been getting different sounds because we've been kind of independent, independently writing them probably like 70% of the way before bringing them to the band. Um, my brother Tommy, who wrote Ain't So Kind, is more of like the ACDC um, influence, Guns N' Roses, a lot of hard rock. Bill's a bit more like a blues focused and all different times, types of like laid back rock. And um, I'm, I'm just trying to be like Taylor Swift as much as possible. Hence why we have not recorded one of my songs yet. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I refer to myself as Mailer Swift. Um, that's like, you know, one, one day that when I split off from the band, that's the goal. Plus you used um, to be a mailman too. And I used to be a mailman, yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I grew up on like punk rock and um, just like uh, pop rock music. And so between the three of us, it's kind of like, you know, we all appreciate each other's music and we all add like our little, you know, Tommy, his killer solos or little guitar riffs. Bill's voice is very unique. And then my uh, ADD driven bass lines that I kind of ins insert everywhere. Um, it, it, it gives us a unique sound, even if it is, you know, a certain genre, we kind of make it into our own at the end of the, uh, the product, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, super unique. Um, like I said, I, I love not only your three songs that are out, your new three songs, but the video, too, is quite creative. Um, did you have a lot of input into that? Who made that video for Ain't So Kind? And it's something I'm going to share when we when we put up your artist spotlight page, because it really is is very good. So um, I would like to take credit for it, but <laughs> I have it on several occasions. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah, not no, for this purpose. Yeah, usually, you know, when it's private, it's nice to take credit for other people's work. But now <laughs> that 
I know the guy that put it together is probably going to be listening to this. So um, it is my cousin, Tyler, Tyler Law. He actually works for um, Sci-Fi Channel, I want to say. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's nice when you have like a guy that does things. And uh, this is my younger cousin who actually does all this video stuff for us. Like he, he actually likes doing it. Um, so we're trying to take advantage of that as much as possible before he starts to make it big elsewhere. Uh, but all we all we told him was like we just wanted like the South Park animation of like the uh, mouths um, you know going apart from each other and that was our input and he did a hundred percent the rest so I can't take even a little bit of credit for that. Um, well, the but, song we wrote the song. Well, the song, yeah. No, Tyler, did not, let me <laughs> let me make that clear. Hey, Tyler, stop telling people you wrote that song. You only did the. Video. <laughs> I love it. Who's the cute, adorable kid in the video? Um, is that your kid? No. Oh, uh, no. no, no. So, so that's my nephew. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Chris and Krista. Uh, <laughs> that is my, my nephew. Yeah, he, between him and I guess now we have like five dogs between everyone in the band. Um, we're trying to exploit them as much as possible and, you know, become very famous on the fact that like they're the face of the band, but we kind of we sneak our music in the background when they're like, oh, look, look at that cute puppy or, oh, my God, that kid is so funny. So we're trying to, you know, we, we know that our faces, unfortunately, won't drag all the attention that the little kid's face or the puppy might. But uh, we're working on it. We're we're definitely doing a lot of the face exercises and everything. So. <laughs> so how did you um, then you and your brother are in the band? How, did you two grow up in a very musical household? Um, if by musical, you mean our dad just played November Rain on repeat um, for a solid seven years? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, funny <laughs> enough, Bill is the one that grew up in the musical household. But my parents are definitely responsible for our musical taste. Um, we have a lot of videos of us growing up, like listening to Eddie Money in the background, playing with like blocks and stuff like that. But uh, actually, Bill's story is a lot more interesting than mine. So I'll uh, take it away, Bill. <laughs> Eddie Money is awesome. Yeah, Eddie, uh, Eddie Money is great. Uh, but yeah, my 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 dad is um has been and still is in the, uh, an Irish folk band uh, called the Bantry Boys, and they're all around New Jersey, um, fame throughout the tri-state area. Uh, millions flock to see the Bantry Boys on a Sunday night in a, a bar down the shore. So yeah, I definitely have um, uh, him and my mom. You know their influences, like they made me take piano lessons and, and stuff like that. So. Um, definitely musical household. I think my dad was always blessed in like uh, the Moody Blues and like Eric Clapton. So I don't know, maybe that that shows up in our music somehow. But maybe I don't know. So, but yeah, that's it, it was definitely uh, definitely some musical influences um, in the household when I was when I was growing up. Okay. And um, so now, when you guys are writing your songs. Um, what is your pro like? What is your process like? Pick one of your songs and tell me like how did you flesh it out from let's say the initial spark to like how did you bring it to the band and and how do you mold it into what it becomes at the end? Um, yeah, since Tom isn't you know, here, yeah, yeah, Tommy wrote most of the songs, but we don't we don't <laughs> allow him to talk to the public. Yeah, um, so I'll let Bill talk on his behalf. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, for instance, uh, it's a one of the second or third song we released on uh, Spotify, uh, Creepy Stairs, is one I wrote um, probably about, like, I started it, like, seven years ago, and it's not a case where, oh, you write down a song and you write a couple of chords and you have it done in a week. 
this one took seven years. It was like, <laughs> I mean, it was parts because we were a cover band and we weren't doing that type of stuff. And then when we tried to focus on this, it was everything sort of came together. But, you know, I started out just, just strumming on the guitar and I was like, oh, cool. That sounds like uh, like Neil Young. I was like, oh, that cool. That sounds like uh, Nirvana a little bit. And like, you know, you just keep like uh, going at it. And then I just wrote some lyrics and then brought it to Tom and Mike. And it was like, oh, cool. I could do something with that because you know, like we said, we come from, we like different kinds of music growing up. So um, where I, I see something as this genre, they might see it in another sense. So, and they add that that cool extra little pizzazz or whatever uh, to the song. And then, you know, when everybody puts in their two cents, it's, it's we have the, the finished product. And it, it, uh, I think it came out pretty good, especially the uh, the mastering part from our, our sound tech, Justin, Justin Crowell, who did a, a phenomenal job uh, mixing our mixing our tracks. So when you um, started with as a cover band, which a lot of, of bands you know do that for their careers, and it's uh, very fulfilling and um, very impressive to be able to cover so many different types of artists. What experience made you think we're going to put this in the past and do our own thing now? What what made you decide to make that jump? Ooh. Uh, you have a definitive answer in this one? Um, no. I can, I can think of like 20 things that just built up and then... Oh, I was going to say when we decided to stop being a cover band. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when uh, I think it got to a point where we hit, I don't want to say the peak. So, you know, we all have our... Nine, a plateau. Plateau, a yeah, plateau. plateau is probably more like it. You know, we all have our nine to five jobs and this is something on the side, but it was always something like a, a fun hobby on the side. Um, I think it got to the point where it became uh, closer to a chore than a hobby. Uh, you know, just meaning like we played the same places, the same songs. And like it was it was so much fun for so many years. But, uh, you know, it, it hit the point where we were playing places that like we go on at 11, play till 2 a.m., whatever it may be. And then we can kind of get the vibe from each other. Do, do you really want to do five of these this year? Like again this year type of thing. Um, so we all really took a, a solid year off after uh the covers there there wasn't like a as bill had mentioned some of these songs are written years and years ago and we would always dip our toes in the uh oh tommy wrote this cool song let's jam on it yeah but then like then it's like oh but we, we were asked to play this engagement party so let's go back to that um so i think once we removed ourselves completely from music it kind of was just like the how about that song that bill wrote and then it was just the three of us got back together, and then we're just like, all right, let's let's see if there's a drummer out there. And then and then like, oh, you know, we can maybe use a guitarist. And then that's how it kind of formed back. Um, but yeah, I, we all took like a little break from music, and then we're just like, oh man, that was cool. And we used to go to like local shows together, and we'd walk out at like one in the morning, look at each other, like we should do this. We we should go back. <laughs> you know, we should we should write our own music. So I, I think that's uh, others kind of influence us as well. That's it. Where have you been performing? Um, has it been mostly in the Jersey City, Hoboken area? Have you branched out elsewhere? Well, we had a really cool timeline of um, starting to perform uh, right before this whole pandemic. Yeah. Um, so we, we did play a show at FM that's no no longer. Um, that was one of the last shows. Uh, FM, yeah. FM Bar in Jersey City. Uh, it's really cool. Well, it was a really cool music venue. Uh, thanks. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I just want them to hear you. Yeah, it was a really cool uh, music venue. Um, 
and they were they were there for years. However, uh, they uh, they got bought out, they shut down, whatever happened. Um, uh, and they were going to reopen. We think they were going to reopen as a music venue as well, but uh, you know, COVID and stuff. So, um, and then we had another gig. Actually, we did a, a gig for uh, uh, JC Studios um, at a bar called Lofi Low Fidelity up in the Heights in Jersey City. And they had the outdoor dining, and then they had a little back area where we played, and they recorded a um, like a, a live feed. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, and that was a uh, Groove on Grove in Jersey. Groove on Grove, yeah, yeah. yeah. Groove on Grove. Um, yeah, and and <laughs> it was one of those things where once um, COVID happened, we we're kind of we're just like, wow, we just got everything together, and we just recorded, and we have these things on Spotify. You know, I mean, if if that's our biggest problem, then we're doing pretty fine. You know, but um, we you know we were pretty bummed about it but uh we tried to make the best of it and we just started doing as a lot of artists did the whole live show thing um and then you know we tried getting creative because um one of the things we pride ourselves in that not everyone agrees uh, is like a little bit of sense of humor to things um so we started making our own little like live videos and try to stand out with the comedic sense and all that stuff so um this this whole thing has kind of been a definitely trial and error for us but, um, you know, it's one of those, if there's no bars to play, then like everyone's on the level playing field. So why not try to make your own show and figure it out from there? So it's it's yeah. definitely, it's been fun though. It, it's certainly been fun. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk to you about your variety show. Um, you have several episodes out now on YouTube. I They're hilarious. Um, very, it encompasses so many different things. Um, and I was laughing throughout. I specifically liked, I think it was episode three or four. I forget what I was watching, but as you were playing live, I saw the dogs underneath the table doing some, playing with some kind of toy. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect for a variety show to have those dogs in there. I loved it. Um, like, but tell a little bit about them um, for someone who hasn't seen them and, um, and what the benefit is, what, you know, from doing them, what your ultimate goal is. You want me to talk about the dogs or the variety show? Variety show. You can talk yeah. about the dogs. Yeah, that's fun. Both of them are technically. Well, oh, yeah. But uh, no, uh, it, it's funny. A lot of the feedback is usually like friends and family are like, the dogs are so funny. That was so great. And we're just like, what do you think about the music? And they're just like, oh, look, the dogs are great. And, you know. Uh, <laughs> so we originally um, started doing this. There was uh, JC Music Scene. They asked us to do an hour for this um, fundraiser that they were doing. Um, and, you know, we have our covers. We we've only we only have seven songs, so we kind of did like a whole mix. Um, but when we were going to do the whole editing process, our our uh, video guy Tyler was too busy working on our music video. Um, so I I did a whole bunch of stuff in um, high school of like just like little edits and whatnot. And I asked Tommy and Bill, I'm like, do you got do you guys mind if I put like laughter in the background and make it make it into like a whole thing? Um, so like we slowly but surely we're just like let's make like a whole comedic thing blah 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 and um, one of the main things we tried to do was raise money for um, Grace Community Grace Community yeah Grace Community in downtown Jersey City so that that's a place that I, I volunteered a little bit in the past but it, it's um, they they feed anyone in need like no questions asked um, so we, we just started taking in money here and there and they've been you know feeding people weekends for the past couple of decades at this point um so it, it it was a very very good response from friends family and even people that we don't know over the course so it, that it, we shifted our goal from like oh how do we get our music out there to like oh this is something that people like and we can use our entertainment for good as well 
and you've, you've raised several thousand dollars for them, I understand, correct? Yeah, yeah, we're exactly uh, several, actually. Yeah, se several and a half. Um, several and 35 uh, cents. So um, the latest, I think, is $3,800. So that, that's been uh, definitely surprising for us. We, we Our goal was, like, it would be cool if we get two or $300 at some point. Um, but it, it's just building and building. And, um, you know, we're that's our proudest accomplishment so far as a band. And, uh, you know, if that's the biggest thing we do, I'll be very happy. Awesome. And you had mentioned, um, I forget which one of you had mentioned the trial and error process. Um, as far as, uh, you know, when you get out, it's like a DIY, right? Do it yourself. Uh, when you're starting out as a new band, uh, you kind of have to do a little bit of everything, the marketing, obviously the music creation, um, you know, and the video, um, you know, what are some of the lessons you've learned so far as far as like, okay, you know, we're not going to do that again. And then what are some of the surprising things you've learned? Like, you know, hey, I don't I don't mind doing these videos. This is fun. Uh, yeah, definitely. Especially um, coming from the, like, the cover band thing, like we would be, I feel like we were in more uh, demand, I guess, when we were a cover band because, you know, people need you to play like parties and and at bars and stuff like that. Like we would have a standing acoustic gig like once a month at this bar in Hoboken. Um, so that was like steady, which is pretty cool. And then like uh, here and there we would get, you know, our friends would be like, hey, can you play, you know, a birthday party? Can you pay, play like a wedding? Like, you know, we're like, yeah, totally, totally. So it was it was kind of busy, but now, I mean, so so the point is like, we really didn't have to market ourselves really. I mean, we had a website, we had the Facebook and everything, but now I feel like, um, we have to market ourselves so much because there's so much original content out there, uh, music-wise. So um, it's you're you're trying to push songs that no one's ever heard before, whereas you know you're playing a cover band, you're playing songs that everybody's been hearing for their entire life. So I think, um, and I gotta say, Mike has been doing a great job with this, getting our name out. Um, that's the reason we're you're interviewing us right now, um, just because Mike's been grinding and and doing really a lot of the grunt work, just getting. Uh, like promotions out and 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 the Super Mutt Variety Show, um, but it's definitely a world of difference when you where you're trying to make original music and even getting somebody to just listen to a song in full. Um, and you know we're we're in the middle of that right now, and uh, and uh, we're just grateful, you know, that you know we're getting some exposure here, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it must be tough just starting out and then just being hit by with with all that's happened in the world. Um, you know, right when you're getting your feet off the ground, um, you know, it's a challenge for everybody, but especially when you're just starting out, because I'm sure you want to be right there, you know, in new venues, new bars, uh, you know, trying to get the, the sound out to everyone. Um, uh, you know, it's it's tough. I totally I totally get it. The DIY aspect of it. Um, where do you right. see yourself after the pandemic? Like, are you, are there specific venues that you hope to play, um, that you haven't yet played? Uh, yeah, I got one in mind specifically, uh, Stone Pony, we were booked at, uh, in May, I think. So that was a real bummer. Uh, cause like we've been there a bunch of times just, you know, as spectators, but, um, that would have been cool. And hopefully they'll remember who we are and, you know, keep their scheduling tight and stuff like that. So. Um, anywhere you? I don't know. Well, it was also, uh, yeah, we also had uh, Rockwood in New York City. Um, oh, the Rock. Yeah, that that would have been a cool. It was it was once once we finally started like booking legitimate gigs. That's when every everything. But um, you know, 
could could be a way worse situation for us. And and the last one I would say is Pet Shop in Jersey City. Um, we're willing to play for one free beer. I keep I keep saying this publicly until we get that one free beer. And you know we'll play for days if one we really beer. need us to. Um, we don't need any money. But this only goes to Pet Shop, not the other places. <laughs> we need We need money message. from other places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look like you have a lot of fun. When you um, if you could pick one word to characterize your band rehearsals, what word would you pick? Band rehearsals. Unproductive. <laughs> with, with a question mark at the end of it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, un unproductive. That was a co one word answer. Yeah. I think that it was pretty good. <laughs> so you had mentioned seven songs. I have three on my playlist from Supermutt. What what's going on like as far as new songs that are coming out? What are you working on? Or is uh, it top? Funny enough, in 36 minutes, uh, we're going to be heading to start setting up for recording. Um, we have recording uh, the next two days. We're doing uh, the whole drum recording, full band, and then we're kind of working on the other four songs for hopefully not more than two, three months. Um, you know, this is our second time through, so we know a lot more. And our uh, our sound engineer, Justin Crawl, who's also in Jersey City, has been very, very helpful as far as this goes. Um, so the the remaining four songs, three of them uh, Tommy wrote, and they're a mix of some more hard rock upbeat with a little bit of laid back. And, and one I wrote, which we're going to have a uh, a horn section, which is comprised of people that used to do covers with us. Um, so that's my my uncle, uh, my cousin Tyler, who does the video, and then my my brother, the the father of the uh, very very fun. <laughs> I guess now two-year-old that we have in a lot of our videos. So it sounds like you guys are, are busy balancing a lot of family obligations. Is it hard to balance like a music career with, with family and pups, puppies? <laughs> well, well, Bill just got his first dog, so I'll, I'll let him answer that question. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess because all the members of our band are basically family members anyway, so that's that's fine. We could just brush them aside, and but back to the dogs. Uh, yeah, the, she was asking about the dogs. Yeah, right? I know, I know. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just got a dog. dog Sorry, I, I just got a puppy too. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, we got a little guy, uh, Hercules. He's a he looks like one of those Shina Ibus. I think that's what they're called. Um, Ibus. Yeah, I don't know where he is right now. Uh, <laughs> I'll check it. Out. I really expected at least one. <laughs> <laughs> I might have jumped into the washing machine again. I gotta, I gotta make sure he's not in there. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's been, it's just been like another, you know, another chore. Not a chore. I don't want to say chore, but like the dog's a chore. The band's not a chore. Uh, you know, taking care of the little guy and then like, oh, gotta run, gotta go to rehearsal or set up or something like that. But yeah, it really hasn't changed much. It's just another um, super mutt in our super mutt family. <laughs> when, when you guys are doing your um whether you're in the studio or rehearsing or performing on stage, what's your favorite place to be? It, it, do you have, do you prefer one over the other? Like I prefer being in the studio and working or I really love performing live. Um, uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give my input here. Um, well, so it, it is weird being that majority of our live performances have been in the cover circuit. Um, but the limited that we've had um, doing our originals has been very exciting. But I, I got to say, in the studio practicing, that's really where 
you know, the foundation of the band has been. I'm sure the answer will change as we hopefully get some good performances in the future. So but, a politician. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's because I'm hiding some secrets. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> no more Please. <laughs> Back to the dogs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but it, I, it really is. Um, I don't know. I think it is a roller coaster too, as far as the the studio and all that stuff. But I, that really is like what makes us. And I, I hope in the future, uh, I really do sound like a politician. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope in the future that the answer changes and it's just like, oh yeah, we played all these cool venues. But as of as of now, I'd say like. Uh, you know, even when we're transitioning into the from the cover circuit to the original, there are many nights of just me, Bill, and Tommy, um, just kind of working it out, seeing like, will this work, whatever. And those will be like the nights that I remember, like that's when Super Mutt became a, like a big thing, as opposed to um, you know the one or two shows we had so far. I I also that uh, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, no playing live is is a billion, maybe a billion times more fun. Than uh than rehearsing and oh definitely more fun yeah in in studio and but we we I don't think we've ever been or ever been like oh we're not ready for the show because we didn't rehearse enough or something like that we we usually try to make sure we're just like have everything down pat and um especially now with the originals it's like okay well people don't know what we're playing so it's like we can get away with some stuff which is kind of cool um but just being like on a stage and you know, having, you know, at least more than 10 people there is pretty cool, too. Um, like 11, 12. 11, 12, yeah, that's like our max. Yeah. I get a little afraid after that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, we can't, you know, you can't get up on stage without knowing uh, what you're doing together. Um, at least if we mesh, if all five of us mesh and it doesn't matter to me, that's a good night. You know, it could have, maybe it sounded, you know, not too great to the to the fan, but if we thought we had a good show, then, you know, whatever. I think it's that's a good night. Do you, um, either of you, have you ever had stage fright? Ooh, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's funny because now, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to say publicly I'm dead inside, but I used to have a lot more feelings when it came to, like, publicly performing. Um, I, I think the first, one of the first gigs we played in Hoboken as a full band, uh, I remember hanging out with some friends beforehand. They were you know, I was a bit younger at the time, like a lot more energy at, at 11 p.m. And I just remember for whatever reason, like me and the rhythm guitarist at the time, we were both like relatively like, you know, it was three hours playing at like a, a decent bar. Um, I can't remember the last time. This was like seven, eight years ago. Um, I'd say in the past five years, I haven't even like, aside from just like, are we all on the same page? I don't I don't think of like looking out there. It's always cool when people are out there. But it's not the same of, of like the when you're actually either shaking beforehand or like you're just like legitimately nervous. I I don't think I I mean Bill, I think he's also now dead inside as well like me. So I think I think we're all on the same page there. Said you were. <laughs> <laughs> Any kind there's of a, pre-performance yeah. rituals that you guys have? Um, Mostly potato chips and beef jerky. Yeah, there we went through this weird uh, diet or sugar-free Red Bull phase. Oh, the, yeah, the sugar yeah, Red doesn't get any more rock and roll than that, I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, then we we heard all the bad side effects. Um, so we <laughs> so we switched to beers, I guess, before yeah, a couple of beers before the show. Um, oh, and just so you know, uh, the the dog just came in, but I guess he was uh, 
chauffeur it off to the room. Yeah. Sorry to disappoint. Mine's barking in the background. I'm sorry. I don't know if you can hear me. Can we flip this interview around on you? Can you tell us about that puppy? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I'm a golden retriever. Um, we're a golden retriever family. And uh -huh. uh, so I, I got an English golden. Uh, my other one passed a couple of years ago. So I'm finally ready to get a new one. His name is Cooper. And he's four months old. And we adore him. And he's, very, he's a very large, uh, loud barker, if you've heard. But um, yeah. yeah, he's great. How about you, uh, Bill? What did you get? Uh, the dog-wise? Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, what'd you get for lunch today? Uh, I got a turkey sandwich with bacon. <laughs> we haven't done the doggy DNA uh, yet, but he's a uh, Chihuahua. They said he's a Chihuahua and uh, Shiba Inu maybe mix. But he Inu. looks like a, a German Shepherd that was put into Willy Wonka's amazing shrinking machine. Like he <laughs> and but he looks like a German Shepherd, which is crazy. So that's probably what happened there. He got into the factory, the chocolate factory, and then you know. And it happened. <laughs> I need to hop into that machine one of these days, I think. Now you're <laughs> Oh, well, I have um, a couple of, I like to wrap things off um, up with a few offbeat questions, if you don't mind, just like one word or one sentence answers, if you don't mind. Um, uh, you might need to censor a few of these, but yeah, we're in. <laughs> and you can actually, the first question I ask, you could answer about each other if you want, but on a scale of one to 10, how weird are you? <laughs> so weird? Oh, not at all. Like negative four, I guess. Pretty normal. <laughs> Aside from my, my hair currently and every answer I've given so far, I'm pretty feels like a nine and a half, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna go three, but that's fine. Yeah. For who? Me or me, you? me. Yeah, Bill's a nine and a half, I'd say. So I average it out, Bill's uh, like an eight. Yeah. Okay, all right. Just so we have we have that understanding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well no, it was a weighted average. Okay. Because yes. yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Right. Uh, the best band name you've ever heard. Besides the best band name you've ever heard. Oh, I know this one. What's yours? <laughs> it's a, there's a band in, uh, <laughs> I saw a play it, uh, in Hoboken. I think they were a cover band. Yeah, they were a cover band. They were called uh, Unlimited Breadsticks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was my, I, that was, that really got me. And they were really good too. So that, that's, it's always good when you can back up a silly band name with, with great music. Um, and we'll probably have to learn how to do that someday. <laughs> I, think, I think my band, I, I don't really want to say in front of Bill, do you mind covering your ears? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a side project. It's Mike Keating and the Mike Keating 7. Um, and in my humble opinion, that's the best band name that I ever heard or came up with. So that yeah, I'll go with, you're good. Yeah. Good? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Metallica. Yeah. You told you about Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> How about, how about what's that? Metallica was my second um, <laughs> weirdest I've ever heard. Yeah. How, how about um the two brothers now? Your brother's not here, Michael. What's uh, the um, most trouble you guys have ever gotten into? It's just your brother. That's not, that's not a one sentence answer, though. <laughs> most trouble that me and Tommy as brothers have gotten into? Um, I, it would probably be a surprisingly boring answer. We the cool thing would say like, oh, we never got caught. Um, so 
interested. No. That's all that popped up in my. I was like, I never. Um, uh, trouble? No, not really. We're we're pretty boring. Um, How about as a band? You guys have any um really hilarious stories that that you all always like reminisce about? Like, oh, I can't believe that happened. Ben was. Oh man, this this. Well, this should be a cool answer. Did, well, the one up on your lap, and we were watching uh, Step Brothers. Oh yeah, we used to do this really cool thing where we'd. Uh, um, this is downtown Bayonne. We'd always go out. Um, the fun thing was we'd ordered pizza and run home and try to try to get it. Beat the pizza the guy there to the door. Beat the pizza guy. Yeah. Um, not beat like beat him to the house. Not yeah. Like beat him. Yeah. Right? No, we paid him yeah. for the pizza. Right. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, a couple hours later, I, I wake up. This is my parents' house. I wake up. I think my feet are on your lap. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. my feet are on Bill's lap. It's um, like a jigsaw puzzle of yeah, like three guys. Tommy's on the couch, and then my my mom just, just takes a picture, puts it on Facebook all the time, and it's just like this is how I found these degenerates. And yeah. uh, this was at least like five years ago, so we've we've grown since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the least rock and roll story, but oh yeah, Step Brothers was playing. Um, we it's kind of a good movie that we watch all the time. Um, so we'd always wake up to like the DVD theme song over and over and over. Um, so yeah, that's how rock and roll we are. We really and by we've grown, you mean we've got triple decker bunk beds now? Yeah, yeah, for activities. Yep. <laughs> how about what is your most useless talent? <laughs> Singing, I would say. Uh, oh man, um, I don't know. I, I think I have to use all my talents because I don't have many. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. You, you better use them. You tried <laughs> juggling for a while. I did, I did. Uh, so yeah, I guess juggling. I, there's nowhere I'm gonna use that. So that's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous skill. Not, no offense to people who can juggle. I, I respect that, but I, there's no reason I could use it in my life. This is one of those things where he's very jealous. who's just lashing out on everyone who can juggle. Yeah. Um, it's no big deal. Everyone who can juggle out there, you're good at what you do. Uh, just don't let them affect you. Mm-hmm. No offense. We don't want anyone to take offense, right? <laughs> yeah. I think my useless talent was I used to be very prideful. My uh, tongue would reach my nose. But, like, then I turned, like, eight, and I couldn't do that anymore. So... Um, that's all I got. Man. I don't really know. <laughs> well, guys, where could everyone uh, go to follow you guys online and to catch your variety show and everything? What's the best way that people can follow you and, and keep up with what's going on with Supermutt? Uh, should I give him Bill's address or his phone number? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just get my social and then yeah, the social. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're available on Facebook and Instagram are the main two. Uh, Super Mutt, I'm sure there's like Super Mutt bands, Super Mutt music. I, sh- I should have probably written this down. But um, on Spotify, Super Mutt is pretty self-explanatory. Um, and that's where we have three songs for now. And hopefully we'll have uh, four more in a few months. Um, but yeah, in- Instagram and uh, Facebook as well. I'm, I'm sure you'll tag us in in whatever. So uh, we've well, got some. Uh, oh, sorry. Man. Yeah, no, that's that's all. Uh, we've got some YouTube content out there. Uh, thanks. Uh, our first um, that that. FM show we were talking about before they closed mm. down. Uh, that's on there. We opened up for some great band uh, called Desir Desir. 
um, who is local, um, and they're awesome. So uh, that was actually our first original uh, gig, um, opening up for them. So we're always indebted to those guys. Um, so that's pretty cool. But and we we played Police Navidad. It was, it was very magical of a night mm -hmm. for all of us. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear you guys play live. I'm hoping that you make your way back to the Stone Pony in Asbury because I love the sound. Um, and I really thank you for contacting me for for uh, setting up this interview, Mike. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so um, much. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.